Hello there, it's Carlisle, just at the top of the podcast to say I'm sorry that this didn't come out um, two weeks after the last one like it was supposed to because on that day, uh, it was actually my birthday and I went to Ireland to hang out with the other two hosts of this podcast. So that was really cool and we were doing that in real life and having a good time so I didn't get around to editing this and getting it out on schedule. But um, hopefully release should be regular from now on. Okay, on with the show. Crikey in T minus 10. Damn! Hello everybody, it's crikey time. That's right, we're reading this book. The book's crazy and I'm Carlisle. I'm over here reading the book. Who's that? Introduce yourself. Jack? Uh, Whoa! Oh my god, it's me, Jack! Oh, I guess it is. I'm so sorry, Toby. <laughs> I, got really, I got really excited there. I thought it was uh, my moment. Yeah, yeah it's I'll, funny because I was up. planning to jump in. Before Toby got to say anything, but then you said it, it, my name. So that's so good because it means I've A, ruined Toby's day, and B, ruined your joke. Yeah, good. I'm happy about it. Uh, Toby's uh, here as well. So basically, on this happy. podcast, we read a book <laughs> called Legacy of the Sky People. Uh, it's written by a man named Brinsley Lepore Trench, the eighth Earl well, of Plankarty. Uh, and uh, it sucks. It's real bad. It's about how aliens are actually behind everything throughout all of history, all mythology, all religion. It's all aliens. People just weren't smart enough to see it. Not until Brinpo. Also, we're Jack. all psychics. Or at least send half me your of notes. Us. Quickly. What? Please send me what your notes. notes. What are you talking about, Toby? It's your, it's your turn to do your time? job. Which yeah, it's, is it's your, your job, Toby, time. is to have taken the notes last time. So why don't you hit us with those notes that you took last time? What happened? Uh, last time we we read a book called The Sky People by Brinsley Laporte French. Um, it's a book about aliens um, and how about their, their role in, in human history and about how it, God's, God is an alien. Um, yeah, but Jack just told yeah. us that because that's Jack's job. You're you're infringing on Jack's job right now. What did but we learn specifically what, what... in the last chapter? Uh, something about it was about aliens. All right, that's good He's enough for me. Wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong, folks. Thank God, Jesus Christ. Should we say what happened in chapter ten, or just move into chapter eleven? Communication. Does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I've really been disillusioned with my down. job on this podcast. <laughs> breakdown of the structure of the show. It was, yeah, you know it was shaky at best Fair. anyway, and now it is just like out the window. <laughs> All right, book. Let's go. Oh, also, we drink things sometimes. We do yeah, drink we things drink. sometimes. I am drinking. Um, I've got some very nice crack and rum. Crack and rum. Kraken rum. Oh. Um, he's sorry, sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a brand called Kraken. And the reason I like it so much is because it's actually got crack cocaine That's into awesome, it. dude. Yeah. Um, it's my... Oh my god, it's it's um, it's um bottled in Ireland. I never knew That's that. That's awesome. Yeah, I've just looked on the bottle there. I just happened to catch the word Ireland, and preceding that, it says bottled in. 
And then it says Lancashire PR7 1NH for Proximo Spirits Ferry House, 48 Mount Street, Lower Dublin 2. Carla, what the fuck? Dublin That's my two. address. Is there, a, is there a second Dublin? Ah, uh, there's like 15 Dublins. You just don't <laughs> Wow, I've only heard of the first one. Why are those, why are those sequels to Dublin? No, it's like, there's like different districts for like addresses. It's like the Hunger purposes. Games. It's like, yeah, it's like the, Dublin is like the Hunger Games. Think of it that way. In in lots of ways, I'm sure. <laughs> last time, I literally listened to uh, um, but, but Carlo, our last episode. I have a drink today. today. And I can't remember what happened today. But yes, carry on with your drink, Toby. Oh, I was going to say, that's a really nice rum. It's my favorite rum. And I'm, and I'm in my parents' house where they don't keep any like appropriate mixes. So I'm mixing it with Fanta and it's mm. kind of weird. Okay. But that's what we've got going on. Okay, Toby, sorry. Uh, I got water. You piece of shit. No, I'm okay. kidding. I've got, a, I've got a can of rock shore. I've got a can of rock shore. Okay. Woo! Right. Um, I... Sorry, did you say rock star? Like, like the energy drink? No, uh, <laughs> rock shore. Rock shore. Rock shore. Right. So I forgot that we did this. Um, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I do have some ice cream in front of me, so I can use that as my drink, or I can go get go. one. Go... Like I said to you before, go fucking liquidize that ice cream. Yeah, it's, I mean liquidize it's like that it's... ice cream, or get a drink and pour it into your ice cream, and then you have to eat alcohol ice cream soup. Which a you say ugh, but that can be pretty nice. Actually. Get it? That can be a, it can be it yeah. can be like a Coke float. Or, or yeah, Pepsi. Exactly. You like Pepsi more? Yeah, put a bit of rum in a Coke float. Mmm, good time. Also, I used to have this uh, speculus flavored rum, which is Biscoff to a lot of other people. And I'd pour that over vanilla ice cream, and it would make you do a little silly time in your pants, it would. <laughs> okay, that doesn't sound good at all. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, I realize now you might have been concerned that I meant, like, coming because it was tasted so good. What I meant was shitting your pants. <laughs> okay. I think... So, the book. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you, got, you were going to say something witty and relevant no. to what I said. I was just going to say, I think I only have, like, cider. Which I don't, I don't know. This Would cider go well with mint ice cream? Here's yes. the thing. You put milk and Coke once and you enjoyed it. So ice cream and cider. <laughs> I, I did not when... do that. I did not do that. I put Pepsi oh, in uh, soy uh, milk. Uh, Pepsi <laughs> soy milk. That, that is very different thing than what I said. No, it fucking isn't. Listen to yourself. Um, I, like, Jack, I'm surprised that you're drawing the line here. Like, after you, you put, <laughs> after you, didn't you put mayonnaise on Oh my on, god, you're so right. Waffles? I did put mayonnaise on a potato waffle that was already covered in maple syrup. That so. was it. You put maple How syrup on a, on, a, on a potato waffle and then mayonnaise. Yeah, and how how did that go? It was nice. It was actually really nice. <laughs> it sounds nice to me. Yeah, he I did can believe this, it. His he thing, did this you never know until you try. Yeah. Like you, if you if you're nervous about cider and ice cream, it might be terrible. But what if it's amazing and you never knew? Fine. Okay, I'll do it. So All easy. All right, we're gonna wait so... for him to, to go get a, a cider. So easy. Uh, Just, and oh, now oh. that I think he's gone, oh my god, he fucking fell for it. It's so what easy. a complete jackass. He's going to put cider in his ice cream like a fucking idiot. I, 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 we oh. don't even have to try. He's just that gullible. I know. I just have to put up the slightest pretense that I'm like his friend or something. And he'll just do <laughs> anything. Uh, sorry, sorry. You just saying the word friend sent me off there. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I know. I normally warn you. 
when I'm going to yeah. do that so that you don't just break down in front of him when we do yeah. this. I, uh, okay, I'll try, I'll try and catch my composure back. Oh. Jack, you are gone, right? <laughs> okay. All right, it works. Um, oh, We've got to make him put his camera on when he comes back. We can watch him recoil in pain. No, he, no, you know what? He'll like this. He will like... He might Jack, like you're it, gonna... yeah. Put, put your think... camera on so we can see. Oh, yeah, good idea. If anyone could, it's Jack. Basically, I tend to like it experimenting, and it might, it might be nice. And if if he does... All right. Uh, warn, so warning, Toby. He'll get like to be the one of like our this. friends who figures it out. Okay. I've got it in a little cup like this. Should I get another cup? No. That's... No, Why you commit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Here we go. Oh, this is the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. I'm doing it. Oh, Let's go. Let's go. It might be good. It might be good. Let's find out. So much. Let's find out. Don't put him on. Don't put him on. That was a lot. That was. I was. I was more focused on like the the visuals of like. Give it a stir, because yeah, right I'm, now I'm, I'm imagining it's kind of sitting on ice cream. It is. It's definitely what's ah. happening. It smells <laughs> lovely. I know, it's very nice. wood, right? I mean, you know, yeah. a little bit of apple. apple and mint. You know, apple yeah. and mint. That's is it mint ice cream? Yeah, it is mint ice it cream. It is mint ice cream. Oh, I might not have advised this if I didn't, if I realized it was yeah, mint that's, ice cream. Yeah, that's, that was, um, that was a factor. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That works. Is that alright? Okay. Yeah? Okay. Alright, yeah. Wow. Okay, so chapter 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Communication. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the last chapter was about, like, xenophobia is bad or something, and the reason oh, we're xenophobic yeah. is because we aren't psychic. Oh, yeah. Don't think about it too much. Uh, <laughs> we went over yeah, it, it, In doing Jack's part, it is obvious to me how stupid Jack's part is. Yeah, right. It doesn't help to get a summary. But I still think we should commit to doing it. Okay, fine. fine. In a way, my part's stupid as well, because if someone has come on to this episode and not known what this podcast is about, uh, they've made a mistake. It's just good to have a routine, you know? I'm an old dog. I like my routine. Chapter 11, Communication. Professor Charles A. Maney, head of the Department of Physics... At Defiance College. What? Defiance College? That's oh, it's in a place... Okay, it's in a place called Defiance, Ohio. Oh, that's a oh. sick place name. Which is a sick name for a place, but it does make the name of the of the college less suspect. <laughs> Has contributed several scholarly and scientific articles to Flying Saucer Review. His contribution in the November-December 1959 issue was written with his usual flair. But one passage... Are you ready for one passage, baby? I'm pretty excited uh, for that one passage. One passage referring to people who have claimed contact with extraterrestrials must be challenged. And it reads thus. Could not one expect astonishing revelations of information of one kind and another from these representatives of an order of civilization or life centuries beyond us in advancement of fields of science, arts and models of living? 
When and if the human race ever becomes introduced to such knowledge, one could well judge it as being truly out of this world. Really? Does that need chant? That's such a boring thing, man. You really, you really set me up, Brinsley. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that wasn't. That that is the duality of this book. It can either be the most boring <laughs> yeah. nonsense, or or probably pretty racist or something. <laughs> the two the two types of content: uh, boring and racist. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with that. And why? To both his questions and his statement. Also, how? If we grant that these extraterrestrials do exist, and if we grant that they are meddling in the affairs of men on Earth... Why, why are we granting Professor that? Maney... Well, we, we are, alright? That's just what it is, alright? You've got to understand that, Toby, we're granting that. Why this is, is Professor such a Maney loaded apparently... <laughs> apparently, it wouldn't fly in court, would it? Um, apparently so sure he is not already enjoying the fruits of many astonishing revelations of one kind and another. Does he really believe the human race, after coasting along for thousands of years without much change in its fundamental way of life... What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, minimal change, you know? Right, yeah, it's, we, it, things are barely different, to be fair, yeah. than 2,000 years ago. I mean, fundamental like... Fundamental way of life. <laughs> you know, back in the 1800s, they were just doing analog podcasts for the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were the kids were just Snapchat in person. Yeah. Um, change, really. Without much change in fundamental way of life, suddenly jumped off its laurels and within a few short decades produced, brackets, all by itself, the technology surrounding him. Oh. What? what? I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess the, the speed of technological advancement. That's yeah, yeah, we, we guess, mentioned this last but, time. Yeah, there did. has been a speed up. But like we can also document said speed up. We know why it's happening. Yeah. Um, what evidence exists in all of human history, as it is known to us, that this intellectual explosion was a natural, normal, logical, and to be expected event in the development of our humanity? We, we don't. We know they wrote it's it down. Not, we know what they did. <laughs> it's not like it's not like yeah. one day someone had a computer. Like this is not natural, most, but it is. There reasons for it. Like the it's most not well problem, documented. But, Hundred or so years in human history, I would yeah. say. What a fucking weird thing to say. Tinkering with one culture can be a ticklish bu business. Ooh, can it now? Okay. What then about tinkering with a complex of cultures with our planet? Consider the effect some of the new technological discoveries have been have made upon the stability of nations, social groups, religions, political ideas, economics, to name a few areas. Yeah, profound, but, yeah. but also very human. <laughs> the, the sudden introduction of sweeping changes makes the manufacture of nitroglycerin look like the padding of a two-year-old in a mud pie. What? That is such a weird... <laughs> man, look, that is padding a weird a comparison. Padding a two-year-old in a mud pie? That's as what you it says. do. As Sorry, you no, do. I did misread that, but this isn't going to help. Paddling. That is more confusing. That's somehow. more concerning. Uh, paddling, like as in like like the old timey way. Is does he mean like like spanking? Okay, so I I think mud. It he's saying think so. he's saying that the the sudden sick technology uh, makes like what used to be a big technological advancement, like the manufacture of nitroglycerin, mm -hmm. look like just children. Look like playing. child's play. Yeah. Yeah. But what? 
why why pie? those words mud pie <laughs> yeah that's awful it's a really awful thing that you said brinsley and you should be sent to jail for it <laughs> oh you've 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 you've, <laughs> you've loosened on the severity of punishment befalling <laughs> brinsley and poet trench have i um yeah, you normally say we should kill him. <laughs> wow, Jack, you're really coming around. Uh, yeah. Uh, Next week we'll I'm... be like, we should give him probation. Yeah, um, a reformat- nah. Surely <laughs> this stuff, not. This, this stuff usually works better for him where he's talking about something that's like uh, fucking 40 years ago and one person saw, maybe saw like a light in the sky and, and it was maybe there and like maybe two people say that they, they saw it, they were both drunk but they're pretty sure they saw it and then you're like okay I guess, we don't actually fucking know but like when he's talking about stuff that is um, very well documented like this it, it, you can quite safely say shut the fuck up yeah, I can um, also so, so drink because I said padding instead oh, yeah. of paddling Oh, I've been uh, drinking this whole explained. time. <laughs> we didn't. I was thinking about this. I was like, do, I, do I interrupt him or do I... Yeah, well, the been... rules of the game are drink if I mess up reading, drink if I'm stunned into silence while I'm trying to read. Um, what else? Uh, drink if things. I say... Um... If Toby goes, Toby! Toby! At any point, yeah. you have to drink. That is an existing rule. Uh, well, uh, that's too That has yet to be... Yet to be exercised. Just I'm saying it. that was that was him explaining the rule. Okay, that doesn't fine. count. It's got to be organic. <laughs> All yeah, right, it'll come when you least expect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to it's got to really sideline me. It's got to hit me like a truck. There's like a foam <laughs> starting to form on this um, good this mint ice cream side of yeah. You, you want a, you always want a good crema mm. on a sophisticated drink. Okay. Yeah. A reformation of an, an inadequate Toby! morality. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Have a big gulp, everybody. Okay. I'll, actually, I'll let you actually read it. Dude, it's actually nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting more cider in. I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I really hope one day, because this is going to just keep happening, and eventually we're going to get you to do something truly insane, and your parents are just going to come in... Like, someone's just going to come in, they need to talk to you, and you'll just be, like, pouring, like, ketchup into a hot chocolate. And I'll be like, what are you doing? You're like, it's for, it's for, it's for the podcast, and also, it's it's quite nice, actually. It's all right. It's... I wouldn't do this normally. Goes a long way, Mum. I wouldn't do this normally, but it's, it's actually really sick. <laughs> he says that he instantly just throws up. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't normally put ketchup in this heroin, okay? I know how you feel about it. Um, a reformation of an inadequate morality with all the necessary readjustment of values that sort of missionary activity would entail. Where? Like the sex position. <laughs> like, you know, like... like That's good stuff, like, <laughs> like the sex. Like the sex. I was about to jump in and correct you, but then I realised what jokes are. Might be an even more trying task. Like the sex. Okay, okay. <laughs> My original joke. <laughs> okay. This is a great episode. This is a great first page of this eight-page chapter. Okay, oh my god, right. this can be longer than the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, it is. And this always happens. Whenever we get one, I'm like, oh guys, this one's not as long as the other. We we could we can knock this out. We just dick around for like an hour. It could not happen overnight unless the meddlers were willing to settle for a planet full of slaves. 
If I don't even remember what he's talking about. Oh, <laughs> if that, if, oh. That, 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 still that, that jumped me back to reality. Yeah. Even if I read that back to back, though, it might still not have made Probably sense not. to me. If they are even a little way ahead of us, they are probably wise enough not to desire such a liability. If the inhabitants of the earth are, indeed, to receive authority to become children of God, as they have been notified by seers and prophets, both before and after the appearance of John the Baptist, they may need time to grow in grace and strength. People are not cattle, and it may no. be that they will be required to appear as brethren, not as sheep, when the day be with us rolls around. Fucking hell. That, and that's all, like capitalized like it's a thing i should know about like it's it's like the first letter of every word is capital like a title day be with us isn't that like uh how the bible is sometimes though is it yeah i think sometimes the bible has all the words capitalized so maybe he just copy and pasted from the bible that um he this was the 60s he wasn't doing that <laughs> um, <laughs> this would imply the opposite of dependence upon their benefactors and its achievement could call for their reshuffling many of the ideas now held sacred, or at least profitable. I don't know what he's talking about. But neither man. do I. He's really so lost, lost on this me. One. Yeah, I'm, uh, Unless the mission of the extraterrestrials is to destroy the integrity of Earth, humanity, and necessary re reorientations here will need to be self-recognized and self-imposed. What? We need to establish you, uh, galactic code here on Earth. Yeah. Again, this isn't going to happen between any two days. Or, you know, overnight, like anyone else would say. Between any two days. If the extraterrestrials wish to astonish us with their with either their science or their accumulated wisdom, they have already given abundant evidence that they could do so, and easily. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. If yeah. it would serve their purposes or ours. This does not appear to be the case. However, the science Earthman has an upon which he congratulates himself so freely is a gift. <laughs> Sorry, Bill Gates. That's a silence drink, everybody. Have a, have a swig. <sighs> yeah, it's, or, it's very liquidy now, so I'm actually going to drink it. Very, very fair. And not, as he supposes, an accomplishment. That's much better. It's getting better with, with time. Alright. Impressionable people with strongly dominant Adam One characteristics have been made the recipients of ideas which they have developed and presented to the world. Oh great, so he's saying that every technological advancement we've had in the last like oh, years can be old was to... just was just telepathized into Adam One's. No right. one came up with it. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, sorry, That's sorry, Bill Gates. Sorry. That's the evidence. How? That makes sense. How the fuck yeah. is that easier for this person to believe um, than clever people did clever things and then people adapted to their clever because things? because that makes him less clever. Because he's a fucking moron. He can't stomach that. He can't stomach that he's not as clever as the clever people. So he has to be cleverer by figuring out that they weren't actually clever. Steve Jobs just got helped by the aliens. Yeah, he didn't actually make an iPhone. To be fair, what did Steve Jobs really do? <laughs> okay, if he had predicted that Steve Jobs would be help... 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 You can do this. Saying? 
I believe oh, I you, lost Jack. the end of that sentence. <laughs> oh, boy. Just went to a help spiral. Mm. <laughs> the really great steps forward have been the work of comparatively few such men and women. Thomas Edison was such a person. In another field, Luther that guy Bill fucking did sucked. Did he do it without aliens? Holy that guy shit. was the worst guy. What do you uh, mean? But he did it without aliens. Also, yeah. like very, I think it's very well known now. To be fair, maybe it wasn't at the time that he nicked all of his ideas. Yeah, from the Tesla, he was like, like, like yeah. the Elon Musk of the old times. Yeah, <laughs> but at least he didn't steal it from from aliens. You know, which is funny because Elon Musk is like, I love Tesla, so it's like, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I just thought... But is, Yeah. If only there was an obvious way to remember that Elon Musk is fond of Tesla. Thomas Edison was such a person. In another field, Luther Burbank also performed miracles. He doesn't list them. Does anyone know what Luther Burbank is or did? Uh, it's fact check. Oh. Fact check. Spelt like burr and then bank. Uh, American botanist, right. horticultural, uh, horticulturalist, and pioneer in agricultural science. Exciting. Yeah, really Dude. exciting. He's like the L.A. Sattler of the olden times. He's like the Elon Musk of plants. <laughs> That's better. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's some guy, some plant guy. <laughs> Dead plants. <laughs> <laughs> Did plants in the fifties? Well, I mean twenties. <laughs> All right, we'll just forget the Burbank. He did plants. Some he fucking did, nerd. He did. He, he made no. He developed, but did not create a spineless right. cactus. Great for I use in cattle feed. <laughs> oh yeah. Why not just feed them the shit they eat normally? I don't fucking know. All right, ask I'm sorry. Luther Burbank. I will. We've got him on the podcast. A ring, ring. Luther, thank you for joining us today. Hello, it's me, Luther Burbank. Nice to meet you. Luther, can you walk us through... um, Sorry, yeah, could you just speak when you've spoken to Luther? Um, Could you just bring us through uh, why you did the whole spineless cactus thing? Because cattle can do grass. I wanted it to be floppy. That's good for me. I have... Was it... Nothing to say. So you're saying taking the taking the spines out of the cactus made the whole cactus floppier, Luther? Well, yeah, there's no lumbar support. Luther, what's your favorite racist joke? (laughs) A man (laughs) was walking to a bar. Okay, I've cut I've cut Luther off there. Actually, I've actually just we've lost Luther Burbank. Toby, that was, a, that you know, was an invaluable insight into human history. (laughs) Hang on, let me just let me just get a. it's important we don't tear the statues down, Toby, so that we can't forget the racist jokes. Now, uh, the um, I'm just going to call Luther Burbank's agent. Oh, no, he died from the shock of being cut off, so Luther's dead and gone forever. Ah, uh, what a shame. That is a, that is a crying shame. But we'll always have him to thank for spineless cacti. I'm sure that was really helpful. I just, <laughs> so, I, I don't, someone might listen to this and be like, actually, you know, like they didn't have other plants and they're very nutritious and it saved agriculture and lives. And we're just there like, what and a we're dipshit. Like floppy. <laughs> and me insinuating that he's very racist, knowing nothing about him. Um, Probably, maybe a great guy. Maybe well, not he a great died, guy. He died um, after suffering a heart attack. Um, 
and yeah, just now gastrointestinal complications <laughs> based on um, we can based a on very shocking end from to a crikey the podcast. I just said Crikey the Podcast. Crikey the um, Podcast. That's, that's us, baby. We're taking Crikey with a shit book to Broadway. I'm... Wait, no. <laughs> well, well, I've done that backwards. <laughs> what? Never mind. To <laughs> what a reveal. I didn't even know this. <laughs> what a way to find out. It's fine. It's fine. No, that would have made sense if I'd done it correctly. <laughs> I can't imagine... I, I should imagine. write that on like exams. Keep fucking like, listen, reading. This will, this will make sense. Keep fucking right. reading. <laughs> Luther Burbank also performed miracles. I do not believe in miracles. The definition of a miracle is a setting aside of the laws of nature. Sorry, who doesn't believe in miracles? L- um, Brinsley, La okay. Trench, the Eighth Earl of Clan Carty. No, of course he does. Very rational. Uh, a very brutal move. <laughs> Only I do believe in unsuspected natural laws of which we know little or nothing. Whether or not space magic, regular magic is stupid, but space magic is cool. (laughs) More or less. Whether or not such people knew where their ideas were coming from is an intriguing conjecture. It's not. It's not. It isn't. Certainly, if they did know, they would have appeared even more outlandish and strange in their eyes of their fellow men and their inventions already made them. He keeps just putting the word and in places it makes no Mm. sense. They even have been declared insane, confined to institutions, and the numerous advantages of their work lost to mankind. Earth, for millennia, has remained a primitive and backward planet. Yep. Actually in a state of quarantine. Occasionally, however, it's been impossible to make contact with some human being... Oh my god, he predicted it. Holy shit. In whom... The original Adam underscore one characteristics were dominant. First time he's put an underscore there. But he has now. Um, And the result has been some great contribution to civilized progress. Sometimes, on the other hand, the result of an attempted contact has been increased instability or outright madness. Oh no, don't do this. You don't need to do this, Brinsley. Come on. He might have to. Yeah, he. Here we go. The notebooks of Leonardo da Vinci mm-hmm. bear evidence of his having been, in addition to such an outstanding galactic dominant, a much contacted person. Yeah. Some of his notes read like quite literal assignments for his study, and the enormous number, variety, and practicability of his inventions. Practicability? Reward. Yeah. Like that. Haven't you seen that like flying bike that absolutely did not work? Have you seen anything that that man did? Invented? Yeah, they're all madness. It's great. I like the man. The Vitruvian the one. Yeah, I like his. That like, was uh, one of his best inventions. Right knee. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good actually. I just looked we've been, at we've been using DiCaprio that inventions. Oh my god! I need to stop <laughs> drinking this fucking. Fucking float. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Not if my mistakes have anything to say about it. And the Enorbogus... Toby! It says it... (laughs) 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 You gave me that power. You shouldn't have done that. But... I didn't didn't do that. 
Yeah, to be fair, that was a lateral move that I made. Um, but I made it three episodes ago, and it hasn't been exercised until now, in which case it's been exercised twice. I gotta uh, okay, make up look, for lost I will time. take responsibility for adding even more cider to this. That is the choice <laughs> that I'm making. It's just still making it this moment mm. you're pouring. Near to our own times, the man who stands out as an exceptional galactic person and who, in his way of life... Okay, so maybe he did know. Exemplified this status to a high degree. Was... Any guesses? Uh, uh, the, the guy? Leonardo DiCaprio. <sighs> Sorry, it was Tobey Maguire. Uh, <laughs> Nikola Tesla. Oh! He was in constant contact with the Sky People. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this amazing, tall, handsome Superman. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, he he's gonna crush that? on Nikola Tesla. Brinsley what the fuck? Wants to, Brinsley wants to smash hard on Tesla, bro. No way. Let me look up Nikola Tesla because I remember him looking like you know not a, not a bad looking chap. I, I kind of when I think of him, I think of him as like tall, handsome, amazing. I think Superman. of him as kind of a uh, like a weedy little guy. Let's find out how tall Nikola Tesla was. All right, Jack's fact check was Nikola Tesla hot. I imagine him looking like Electro from Spider Man. Like who from Spider Man? Electro. Electro, pre or post Electroing? P- uh, post, like like post. a lightning man. Yeah, yeah. A man That's made cool. of lightning. Nikola Tesla tall? Question mark isn't. <laughs> We'll just look at a picture. Is he like I'm? I'm picturing like a seven, seven point five. Seven point five what? Out of ten. Oh, okay. In terms of bangability. Oh, in terms of, I, I thought. Well, I want to know how tall he was first, because he made yeah. mention that he was seven point five out of ten on tall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the tall scale. You know the tall scale. I'm literally okay. I've got, I've got a website here, on spillable.com. The webpage is titled. How tall was Nikola Tesla? I click on it, and I don't get that information. What? Who? What? Who made a website called How Tall Was you Nikola Tesla? You had one Tesla? job. That's who? the pay. That's the web page's name. Oh, right. it's like a forum. This is weirdly laid out. It's like a forum, <laughs> and just nobody's responded to this question. <laughs> I do enjoy fact checks that go absolutely nowhere. <laughs> Okay, Nikola I Tesla think that was a rule weight. a long time ago, whenever a fact check does not help at all. Alright, Jack, drink some more. Six foot two inches. That is pretty tall, especially back pretty in good. you know. Yeah, back ages. in the back in the ancients. Um yeah. and how hot is he? I mean oh, that's a weird picture actually, no, that's not flattering, hang on. <laughs> Nikola Tesla hot? Can he was a fitty? Ooh. Bit of a babe. Ooh. Oh Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like mostly this one picture. I can't. I, there's one picture of this fucking guy. It's weird. Well, he was hiding. Was he? Yeah. From who? Me. Oh. Because <laughs> oh, I kept. I kept making advancements on him. Oh, oh. that's rude. That's mean, Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I uh, Zach Cowan yeah. is getting stunned in the silence. <laughs> I, I banged Nikola Tesla in a heartbeat. No, I didn't mean to save image. No, copy. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't mean to. Oh, just keep, now it's being said. It's like my. And now I'm uploading it to like a website that'll like put the face on my porn. And I, I, I don't, this is crazy. I didn't mean to do any of this. My the website that'll put the face on my porn. <laughs> 
Babe, this was an accident. I did not mean to put Nikola Tesla's head on your nudes. Babe, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Alright. Yeah. Good good man. Probably. Hope he wasn't racist or whatever. (laughs) He wasn't. I just absolutely broken myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my hand slipped. I'm sorry. (laughs) I made deep fake porn of Nicola. (laughs) It could happen to anyone. It could happen to anybody. Now I'm curious if that exists. (laughs) Alright, facts check. This amazing tall, handsome Superman spoke fluently. Eight languages, besides being telepathic. What? <laughs> he was to, <laughs> He was the discoverer of the rotating magnetic field and of alternating current. His uh, fuck. A few of his other achievements were putting Niagara Falls in harness, operating a boat by remote control in 1898, and creating an earthquake in New York City. Sorry, hang on. Really? <laughs> what? Could you just look up uh, for me, Jag Tesla Earthquake and New York? Um, Is he actually a supervillain? Sorry, I was a bit distracted there. Nikola Tesla. <laughs> Are you New- looking at deep fake New, New York? New York? New York earthquake? Was it? Correct. No, wasn't doing that. What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you, what? What was the question? <laughs> Tesla's oscillator, um, Nikola Tesla's earthquake machine. Uh, in 19- 1897, the device was ready, and in he supposedly blah blah blah. The MythBusters made a device. Pa- what do you mean the MythBusters? Where, how did you get to the Myth? I don't. I, what? It seems like he did do it. Did he make a device that he posited could do it, or did he do it? Did an earthquake happen? Tesla's electromechanical oscillator. Earthquake claims. In 1935, at his annual birthday party... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how those work. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Press meeting. There's a press meeting at his annual birthday party. That's why they probably... Have I been doing that wrong? I do them every three years. (laughs) A 79-year-old Tesla related a story where he claimed a version of his mechanical oscillator caused extreme vibrations in structures and even an earthquake in downtown New York City. Um, Alright, it feels a little loose to me. Yeah, he apparently, he said this and a lot of biographies about him claim that this happened, but it doesn't seem like right. there's any actual evidence that it happened. The Mythbusters explored uh the the oscillator in an episode um it produced vibrations that could be felt hundreds of feet away but no earthquake shaking on the bridge what yeah but no earthquake there's just no earthquake all right couldn't have produced an earthquake that machine so i guess he was full of shit after all yeah what a bastard man yeah I, tesla yeah, I mean, refused to accept the Nobel Prize and tore up the agreement giving him royalties on his most money-making invention as a gesture of friendship. The fascinating story of this remarkable man is told by the late John J. O'Neill, scientist editor of the New York Herald Tribune in his book 
prodigal genius. Today the Sky People are contacting Crossman on Earth frequently. Mm. Arthur H. Matthews and his father, now passed on, both worked with Tesla during the latter's lifetime. Mr. Matthews, who lives in Canada, knows of at least 1,200 Tesla inventions. He claims that periodically, the Sky People land in their ships on his property to see how he is getting on with the building the Tesla anti-war machine. How's that going these days? The Tesla anti-war machine? Yeah. I feel like we've we used that several times. We get an update, Ooh, this please? is exciting. Oh yeah. We might be able we might be able to test this. Ooh. Communications can be impressed by extraterrestrials in Earth people in more than one way. I read that wrong. We cannot test this. Mm, okay. I thought he was gonna say we can impress them. Um so I was looking forward to that, but I'm afraid it's just not happening. Everybody get over it. Just how these I'm not over are, it are finally shaped into words depends upon the manner in which they were impressed upon the person receiving them and his own personal machinery for expressing the impression. Some methods of impression are <laughs> one of at least four, five, five, one of five. Direct dictation. The receiver is given actual words which he repeats or writes mm. down. This is not control. It is a form of direct telepathic communication and can be used for anybody who has at least one channel clear. How, sorry, how many channels has a telepathy man got? Spoken like a non-telepathy man. True. I, I was testing Jack from Cracky Watership Podcast. <laughs> Dictation, sorry, two. Dictation and paraphrase. What? <laughs> Where they sort of tell you. The recipient <laughs> hears the communication in words, but cannot recall, but having got the gist of the statement, he then puts <laughs> he then puts it into his own words. Communications put through in this manner are sometimes very peculiarly worded, or the language is distorted in some way, due to mental or emotional characteristics oh, of the recipient. Jesus. Or this. they're insane this. and they had a dream no, I hate this. and I hate you're this a, a very bad man for entertaining it. Three, symbolic communication. Christ, the recipient is shown a symbol which will affect his mental machinery like a punched card fed into a computer. What? Is that ah. what? <laughs> and, he, and he more or less automatically delivers the message. In this case, the more fully automatic the delivery, the more likely it is to get through without it being garbled. No. Um, no, no, none of that yeah. made any fucking sense whatsoever. <clears throat> I'm going to go for a silent strike there. Oh, fine. Yeah. Oh, I'll bite. <coughs> this is oh. getting hard to see the book. This is fucking me up. <laughs> this is fucking me up just... a lot quicker than just like regular drinking. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, well, the, the the ice cream ferments and produces methanol, right. so you're both getting drunk and dying because that's that awesome. extremely toxic to human persons. That's cool. You ever just drink wrong and like choke? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I drink wrong often. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's fun, isn't it? Four, baby. Emotional impact. This works in much the same way as symbolic communication, but utilizes emotional patterns instead of the memory circuits. While this is the only possible way to get a communication through to some recipients, it is the least reliable of all due to the constantly shifting patterns possible to emotion. It is only reliable when the recipient is either an emotionally stable individual or temporarily experiencing a stable emotional state. 
Under any other circumstances, this results in the kind of communication are liable to be fantastic, to say the least. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. How, how do you even do it, though? They're saying, like, emotional impact. Like, what do you do as an mm. alien to mm. communicate your idea? Um, like, how, well, how is someone like, oh, this guy is stable right now, so I'm going to emotionally impress upon him the, like, hey, you should build a Tamagotchi. <laughs> you should invent um, that maybe it's just like a deep need for companionship <laughs> I feel like he's just going down the ledger of like less and less like tangible ways of communicating yeah I don't understand because... what like he's just being like okay guys let's nut out exactly how telepathy works now there are multiple stages to telepathy uh, just regular just words and then vague stuff? What do we think about vague stuff? <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck did he even mean by paraphrasing? Like, yeah, I don't... <laughs> like, the first one well, was just, like, direct communication, telepathically, yeah. with words. And then every step beyond that was just vaguer vagueness. Completely impossible to fathom. Yeah. Well, number five is, says conceptual communication. What do you... So, like, what, what, that that what feels like it's it? a step before emotional. I feel like con yeah. concepts are, or, are, like, more complicated than emotions. Or, at the very least, the same method. Do you know what I mean? Like, how different yeah. is it going to be? Yeah. Well, let's find out. This is achieved by implanting a whole concept in the mind of the recipient at a level just above that at which he normally functions. He may or may not be aware immediately. It's inception. So, no women ever get this. He may or may yeah, not be he... aware of his having received an impression. He may get a peculiar feeling. He may be completely unaware that anything has happened to him. Then, later, when his mind is not busy with something else, the concept will register at his ordinary level of conscious awareness. It will come to him in a flash. But he may need more words to express it. Here again. No, here. It, yes, here again. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> This is some bullshit. Is he? Is he? Has he never had a good idea in his life? I I genuinely I think that that's it. I think he's just like really upset that he didn't come up with Tamagotchis. But also, like some of the world building in the earlier parts of this book were genuinely fun fiction. Mm -hmm. The problem was that he wasn't peddling it as fiction. Yeah. Um, All right. Where the hell did I get to? Here again, the recipient will express the concept either in his own ordinary language or he will adopt some more or less unusual form of speech depending upon where he believes the concept came from and his own personal emotions, attitudes and acceptances. So this is this is the same concept that um, Ancient Aliens does a lot where human beings don't get the credit for fucking anything. Yeah. And often in Ancient Aliens it comes across as distinctly racist to me because it's always like, yeah. how could this non-white civilization from so yeah. long ago come up with the idea of cutting rocks in half? It's like... Yeah, um, okay. But yeah, this is just that, that same thing again where it's just like, hey, all these amazing people who advanced our society, our knowledge, made life for humanity easier going forward, these geniuses to whom we owe so much... They didn't achieve anything. It was aliens. They were just emotionally yeah. stable enough to feel get like a that's... conceptual communication. That's so reductive. Like that's. I think it's plainly offensive. It I is. Mean, yeah. And it's just, I just feel like you just can't fathom that someone could do something so great. I. I think. Yeah. It's his own fucking ego, probably. I mean, like I said, he's, oh he's a fucking. He's a House of Lords guy. You gotta have a huge yeah. ego. 
This fifth method is at once the highest and lowest form of telepathic communication. That, that, that checks out. Great. Cool. Pick a fucking lane, mate. It is the surest way with clear channel, well-trained minds. Well, okay. And the fastest. This is something uh, I would love to see the sources on. Because he gives yeah. bullshit sources. <laughs> yeah, but how please do you attempt, know, mate? attempt to explain this, please. Really like, at least show us Even if reason. I can just laugh at you for it. But, like, he'll attempt to explain the most fucking, like, inane bullshit. But, like, this, he makes these wild sweeping claims here that you know there's no way he can he can bring any evidence to the table with this yeah so he just doesn't uh, uh, yeah. no it is the surest way with the clear channel well-trained minds and the fastest on the other hand it is the only way with the completely undeveloped why why yeah, uh, why can't why can't they go for emotional or symbolic dumb I mean, people I don't have emotions full. carlisle I forgot dumb people do not have emotion. Mm, true. Yeah. Galactic man is telepathic, and indeed, so are all crossmen. Brackets, galactic dominant. <laughs> so not all crossmen. Why write the brackets? Why just not put... <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, you're so stupid. You're a stupid man. Either actively or potentially. A galactic communicates without the necessary inclusion of spo vocal speech. I said spokal speech, so there you go. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. Yeah, Jack. Uh huh. Living in it now. How much you got left on that? Ooh, uh, like um, like a third of the cup. All right. Uh, girl, uh, vocalization is an emotional process. Galactic man does not communicate at the emotional level. His communications go from mind to mind and are therefore less subject to distortion than communications expressed in vocal forms of emotional reaction. That's all very interesting. What do you mean it doesn't work emotionally? You said that was one of the four ways you can even communicate. Yep. Was emotionally. But through speech? Suck my ass! Yeah. yeah. Crossman, brackets animal dominant, is a non-telepath. If enough mass is included by way of complex protein mo molecules as developed on Earth, the mind-to-mind -mind communication function shuts down. <laughs> I know he mentioned this earlier, but I still like, what the fuck do you mean that it's tied to mass? Any mind-to-mind -mind ability that any Earth inhabitant has comes down to him through his genetic heritage from Galactic Man. Any lack of in inhibition of that function is strictly characteristic of Adam II Man. Alright, so before he's been kind of washy on how much of this is like your openness to the idea and how much of it is genetics, this is 100% on the side of it being purely genetic. Adam 2 man cannot ever become telepathic. Mm. Um, yeah, unless he says something in the next unless page. Unless maybe they try hard enough, would you consider yeah. that? Yeah, I hadn't. Yeah, I well. Checkmate, atheist. That's me. I've My mate has been checked. Sometimes mysterious visitors from space have contacted Earth people, and after the visitors have gone away, the visited are amazed to realize, although they are now have a head full of new ideas, not one single vocal word was uttered by either party. Why weren't they talking? What the visited person gets and gives out of such a contact depends, of course, upon the method of communication used, and to what degree the recipient is able to react to and to complete that method with accuracy. Okay. 
We should never be too critical then of any message anyone receives. If the person is honest and has done his best to deliver the communication, we can usually recognize the method that was used to give them the ideas by examining the form of expression of them. Cool. Uh, knowing this, it is impossible to extract the meat of the message in almost every case. And this applies even when, to the recipient himself, he has been conversing with monstrous devils wearing hoofs and horns. Drink? Uh, <laughs> yeah, please, I'll have some. The point. This it the really point. reminds me of something like something I had as a kid, like it like the flavor is like really bringing back memories, which is maybe troubling. I'm not, I don't know what that is. Applesauce. No, it's not applesauce. Um, applesauce, but with ice cream. It's bringing back like memories of being on a beach on a hot day with my aunt. An apple whippy. An apple whippy. Do you reckon? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to our friends Willet Soft Serve. Yeah. Yeah. My baby. personal close friend. <laughs> the best your man favorite, at my you, wedding. Your favorite YouTube channel. <laughs> the point that real mind to my communication is not control of any kind cannot be stressed too strongly or repeated too often. Control, as in the function of ordinary mediumship. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> is a brutal method. Actually, of getting a message through, it involves. Why did you say actually? It's even, it's between two commas, so you cannot get away from. The Throws action. in a word just for fun, just a classic Brimbo move. Yeah, it involves tremendous effort on the part of both the sender and the receiver, and is comparable to smashing the communication through with a bulldozer. Okay. How is uh, what though? You can't. Uh, that's, like, you what? can't say all that, that again. Like, say all that again. I was writing. Okay. Control, as in the function of ordinary mediumship. <laughs> yeah, it, is it good. doesn't it's make a, it. It doesn't make it make more sense. <laughs> you repeat it. It's a brutal method, actually, of getting a message through. It involves tremendous effort on the part of both the sender and receiver, and is comparable to smashing the communication through with a bulldozer. I mean, sure. You just that's you a just really him, weird analogy to use. Yeah, though, hit him with went, a power thought. You, you can't do that with like a letter. You know what I mean? Like, there's no basis for normal communication in which you could power through with a bulldozer. Yeah, I don't know what he means, really. Uh, like, uh, well, I know, I get what he means, but that is a terrible analogy. Yeah. It is never considered optimum because it can be harmful, and it leaves the sender under very great obligation to the medium. Does it? Why? If he is at all ethical, the control must literally adopt his medium and look after him or her as if he would care for his own child. What? Yeah, a uh, drink. <laughs> <laughs> what? This has been such a fucking baffling chapter. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get smashed on this one, man. Ah, yeah. a second glass. Yeah. Wait, how, ah. how much longer do we have? Oh, just nine pages. That's not true. It's only an eight-page chapter. I know. Um, I yeah, know. I know. You didn't get me for a sec. Yeah, wow. that was stressing. Right. Uh. <laughs> I was like, we've gone back a page? <laughs> About three pages. Good. Okay. I can survive. This is great. This doesn't... This is actually dangerous, because it's not that nice, but, like, this mixture does not taste at all alcoholic. It just sort of that's, tastes like a weird orange drink. It tastes like, it tastes like 
Sunny D or something. Like it's like a thing yeah. that is pretending pretending to be orange juice but isn't orange juice. Yeah. And it's like Well, this takes like a, a hot day at the beach with my aunt when I was six, so Yeah. Guzzling <laughs> down apple sauce at the beach like we do. Um alright. Less and less need for controlled communication through the medium will arise in the future as more and more sleepers Galactic dominant Earth people are awakened to their telepathic powers. Yeah, fine, whatever. The effect of a contact by an extraterrestrial on a human Earth person can not always be safely gauged. In the present expanding program, with an E, of, ex- of contacting people who are galactic dominant, those contacted are not always stable enough later. Oh, it breaks minds. It shatters people's brains. Sorry, yep. I skipped a line there, which means you should drink your drinky drinks. Oh, Fuck lovely. Jesus. Yeah. Get get, get uh, with the program with an E. I'm not always stable enough to follow through and may even colour the message they receive and sooner or later become a prophet. In a wide-scale program with an E of this nature, the Sky people have to take a chance with some of those contacted. If the recipient of the message proves unstable, then contact is withdrawn. What makes a profit? This is a basic problem that has confronted extraterrestrial intelligence since the world began. That far back? Is What? It is doubtful if any galactic intelligence ever really wanted a prophet on his hands after communication with some Earth person. Not at least as we are accustomed to understand prophets in the light of ordinary experience with them. On God! Under existing circumstances, however, a prophet is what rises up once an Earth-type human being is thoroughly convinced he has received a communication from above. Not always, but all too often. Prophets have their own uses... And perhaps the persistently communicative extraterrestrials are resigned to their appearance. From a wider view, the plan may have room enough in it for all of them, from the syrupy salvationists to the junior Jeremiahs. <laughs> the what? <laughs> okay. No, that wasn't a real line. Wait, what? The syrupy salvationists to the junior Jeremiahs. Eat my fucking toes. What are you talking about? What is that? What? What? <laughs> What are you saying, Carl? What are you saying to me right now? You don't get a lot of syrupy these days. That should make a comeback. Syrupy? Syrupy. At any rate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Communication is still attempted, and prophets, seers, and precursors continue to spring up like field mushrooms in the pasture grass, in circle after circle. What? In circle after circle? What do you mean? Oh, God. The phenomenon is so monotonous, it arouses suspicion that it may be mechanical. Does it? What? Who? What? Fuck you. I hate you. (laughs) You suck. On these grounds, it would appear to be perfectly legitimate to inquire what makes it. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Because we live with our f- yes. Okay. Because we live with our fellow man from day to day, cope with him with some success, and he doesn't ordinarily break into our private preserves, strip the pantry, and melt away into the night with the family plate. We usually think <laughs> of him as the family plate. The family plate. You know that one plate <laughs> that, that we all eat dinner has? off of every banquet time. <laughs> We normally, we usually think of him as being sane because he doesn't do all of those things. 
But is he? (laughs) (laughs) If he is more of the planet Earth than he is a galactic, by virtue of his heritage, he most certainly is not entirely sane. (laughs) Not at least by any galactic standard. He was born burdened with the original sin of the second Adam, a hearty tendency towards paranoia. Two of the outstanding symptoms of this rather complex malfunction of the emotions are familiar to every parlor psychologist. They are delusions of persecution and delusions of grandeur. Paranoia is a contradictory malady based upon contradiction and thriving upon contradiction and conflict. Very often, the delusion of persecution appear first to be followed in time as the disease progresses by the delusions of grandeur until a typical attitude builds up. The world doesn't recognise my greatness, but of course I do, and the fact I must live among such fools may add to my sorrows, but it will never shake my firm conviction of my own innate superiority. Okay. What are you Yeah, I don't... I I feel like he's putting a lot more of himself in this book than um, he thinks he is. was that an attempt to describe like paranoia? Because it doesn't sound at all like it. No, but it's like that genius thing of like you know, like a Galileo type of like you know, like I know I'm right, and I know, but the the world won't accept that I'm right, you know. Right. So I'm just gonna pretend I'm Christian or whatever. Is that what he did? Am I thinking of Darwin? I'm thinking of Darwin. They, no, I think I'm they both sure, did that. I'm pretty sure Galileo got fucked up by like a a guy. No, he died on his deathbed. He died. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he died he died of illness I'm pretty sure what? of illness he did get sent <laughs> okay whatever sick town uh, alright yeah again. there's no way to know if, if only we had a fact check uh, segment on this oh podcast. my god you're right I always forget this Did Galileo die? Die on his deathbed? No, he's right <laughs> behind you. So he might have died of illness, but I'm pretty sure he was locked up for his ideas. He was, he was locked yeah. up, yeah. I'm pretty sure. But I so think he didn't. But I think he didn't. So you're like, saying he got out of being locked out by being like, "Sorry, I was wrong. I'm a sensible uh, Christian. The Earth is the center of the universe." Ooh, let's let's find out. I think actually, I think there's a myth, a very common myth, that he renounced his ideas on his deathbed. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Right. Found vehemently suspect of heresy and forced to recant. He spent the rest of his life under house arrest. During this time, he wrote Two New Sciences, which is a book, I presume. No, it does, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, he died in his house. Under house arrest for uh, not backing down on his views. I think I am thinking of Darwin. Okay. I think Darwin was like, he like came up, came up. He like figured out evolution and then he was like, oh, does this mean Christianity is wrong? And then he would like go to church, but then like when, like he walked to church with his family and then like his family would go in and he'd go, I'm actually just gonna go for a walk and just think about stuff if that's okay. And he like never really like came to terms with that or some shit. I could look Darwin up, but. Well, I so yeah, I know a bit about Darwin, and one thing I I know about him because I often think, wow, that other guy really got shafted. 
is Darwin came up with evolution. He figured it out a long time before he published or attempted to publish on the origin of species. But he had a friend who he did tell his ideas to once. And a long time later, that friend thought about it for himself, did his own research, and put together his own thesis on it. So another man very nearly got credited with the idea of evolution. And he sent Darwin a letter like, Hey man, thanks for kind of opening my mind to this possibility. I've done all sorts of this. Oh. I've made this. I'd love to get your blessing. And then Darwin went, oh shit, I better get this out. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's so oh, wow. rude, Darwin. Oh, That's my God. fair, though. That was his idea, though. Suppose, I mean, but... there's no way to really fully track that, though. But, yeah, you know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I used to love Darwin because he was played by David Tennant that one time. Was he? Where? Pirates and Holy Cronky. Where are these scientists coming from? Oh, That's yeah. the ones. <laughs> Look, that is not... The name you said there isn't stupider than the real thing. <laughs> uh, okay. This feeling may never grow great enough to appear on the surface of the overlaid social training an individual receives from those around him. Nevertheless, what? it is there to some degree, don't worry about it, and at one time or another, it appears in nearly everybody on the planet. The first problem with facing a would-be communicator, then, is to select an individual in whom these tendencies are relatively non-existent or submerged. That is, delusions of grandeur and persecution, I guess. Unless an extended, deliberate and detailed training program with an E is successfully applied to the contactee with two E's before he is sent out to bring the god news to the Gentiles... He is all too prone to colour it up a bit with footnotes, explanations, personal references, and addenda out of his own private spider collection. Humanity's greatest folly, adding footnotes. Yeah, that's what this guy never fucking does. Sometimes he has <laughs> asterisks, and to date we've had one relative <laughs> footnote. He is so phenomenally bad at that. It's yeah. It's a or he's phenomenally good at suppressing his base urges to add yeah, footnotes his, to everything. His his which is apparently somehow a manifestation of delusions of persecution and delusions of grandeur. Yeah. Or just having sources and and, and re- referencing yeah. those sources and not just talking out of your ass about telepathy. Also, are we going to mention private spider collection? Uh, yeah, I was, like, like, yeah. I was like, ha- I was halfway through formulating the, like, thinking about the thing, and I was like, should I abandon this thought and think about spider collections? <laughs> and so, we have prophets of the new age in, in a variety of traditions, from H.P. Vo- was he about to mention H.P. Lovecraft? No, he was about to mention H.P. Blavatsky. Oh, okay. Way better, actually. To Way bigger Witnesses, fan of that guy. With everything possible in between. Wait, so Jehovah Witnesses as a whole are prophets of the New Age? Yeah. That's a weird take. Yeah, man. Especially for you. You're like, they're one mm. of the more fundamental Christians, and you keep saying how, like, being fundamentally Christian takes away from the reality of these ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> That's a great point. Exactly. Uh, to speak only of the legitimate prophets and ignore the opportunists who climb up on the bandwagon in the hope of making a fast buck, each one of these has received, either through a thin, faint voice or some other mode of communication, a few true words, ideas, concepts, pictures, etc., according to his own peculiar native ability. The sudden, often unheralded, receipt of so much positive certainty 
may trigger a kind of chain reaction this hapless individual has stored up for a life or two. I'm going to drink on that. <laughs> or two. If you are an extraterrestrial communicator, this may be a hazard of the occupation, a chance you have to take. From the, the evidence available at this end, it is a chance communicators take so often it must be almost a matter of course with them. Probably. Love to hear some of this evidence, mate. You got you got some of that evidence on hand? Hey, uh... <clears throat> oh, he's so good at that evidence thing. You got any evidence? <laughs> it is like a drug to me at this stage. <laughs> yeah, you every, write it. every hit I get just leaves me craving much more <laughs> evidence. <laughs> You have read the first part of Ezekiel's book, as many people interested in flying saucers have learned to do, and observed that in the course of his visions, Ezekiel had a 55-mile ride in one of those amazing vehicles, and thereafter began to prophesy. You will have a short textbook history of many another case in our own time. The syndrome, essentially the same today as it was by the, the River of Chabar, could very well be called Chiba. the Ezekiel Complex. What? Okay. Contact, followed by disorientation, followed by an impulse to tell everybody what's wrong with him and his present way of life. An announcement of the inevitable doom lurking just around the corner if things are not put to right, according, of course, to the particular recipe the Prophet has received from the lips of whatever god or semi-divinity he has been worshipping lately is the natural order of events for the new prophet end of sentence. Good. Alright. One sentence. That was pretty impressive. And since it is all based upon words of truth, which the prophet remembers perfectly well... Oh, I love all the words of truth. Them, ...or how he decided to explain and to interpret them for the lesser beings he goes okay. forth to save... It becomes, in any form, a particularly difficult argument to refute. Does it? <laughs> I don't so know. I feel like I feel like a lot of prophets, especially nowadays, often change what they're saying quite a lot. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the most of the ones that stuck were in times before people could uh, verify. Yeah. Have you ever um heard like the kind of the origin of the Mormon system? The Mormon system? I, yeah, the origin of... Probably Mormon. not. Yes. So, I apologise to listeners if I get any of this wrong, but this is my understanding of it, having had a, a Mormon friend and looked into it. There was a guy who who got... <laughs> he got, like, a new bit of the Bible about how Jesus came to America, put on some, like, golden plates that he read out of his hat... He put the plates in his hat and read them out of his hat. And he was like, no one else is allowed to look at them. I've been told by an angel or Jesus or someone. Um, so it would be a, so you just got to believe me that I'm reading gold plates an angel gave me out of this hat. And he'd get his friend to write it all down. Um, so his friend goes home to his wife and his wife's like, well, that's obviously bollocks. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's all, it's all, it's all. It's all fine. It's all real. Um, so she said, all right, quick test then. I'm going to take this and the transcript and you go back to him. And if he can say it again, word for word, I believe he's reading a real text out of his hat. Or he's at least reading something out of his hat. Why didn't he just write it down uh, and uh, get his story straight? 
That seems so easy to, to, to that's like what are the, e- the like the easiest parts to not fuck up. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. So he does that. He uh-huh. he goes back. He goes back to either this was Joseph Smith or this is a guy after Joseph Smith, and he says, "This is the situation. My wife don't believe you. She took my transcript array and she said if you can reproduce it word for word, she'll be closer to believing you." And he, Joseph Smith, or a different guy was like, hey, that's fucked up, man, that you didn't believe me. And not only that, you've angered God and the angels. So now they've told me that I can tell you this again, but I need to read from... A di- I read from the book of, you know, Jagongulo, and now I'm going to read from the book of Piano Man. And the book of Piano Man tells the same story, but the words are slightly different. <laughs> Great. Good and stuff. I, and I don't- and I don't know why you're saying this. This just all sounds pretty reasonable to me. Yeah, it's great. And then, and that worked. That worked that's on a, the wife. That's a whole on the wife. That's a whole, and so many people. That's a whole <laughs> faith now. Yeah, there's so many Mormons. Yeah, there's a couple. I'm sure it's, like, it's so obviously he made it up. <laughs> You know the thing, it's like, that is how probably every other religion started, it's just that this yeah, one happened recently, yeah. so, people, so there are people that know that, yeah. so that can, like, actually go back and check and be like, oh wait, this is actually total bullshit. Um, it is amazing that it is done as well as it had, despite that. Uh, and since it all based upon words of truth, great, which the prophet remembers perfectly well, I said this already, didn't I? When a p- worldwide crop of prophets comes up within less than half a generation, the fog becomes thick enough to encourage anybody to reserve an upholstered suite in the nearest bedlam. <laughs> okay. Any Anybody got a read on that? No. no. <laughs> Alright, great. To himself, each one of these prophets is the only one who knows the straight of whatever it is he has heard tell. Uh-huh. Nobody ever said just this to him before. Therefore, nobody ever said this to anybody else. And another saviour unties his apron full of nails. What the fuck? Okay. And another saviour unties his apron full of nails, chucks his hammer and saw into the corner, and marches out of the missionary circuit to save the world. Alright. I'm going to take a drink. I think that's it. I think that's it for my cider cider mint ice cream float. Are you all done with it? No, it's just the chocolate chips that are left at the bottom. Oh, great. Well, we can pay this off now, Toby. You fucking idiot. You fell for it. You oh, my God. You, why are you actually What's wrong with a, you? A we barely had to convince you to it do was that. So you dumb easy. idiot shithead. I barely even tried. Oh, God. You're so easy to manipulate, Jack. Just <laughs> um, I feel bad now. <laughs> I don't. But hey, when you listen back to this episode, Jack, that's really going to pay off based on what we said when you left to get ice cream to put in your cider or the other way around. There are... Because, yes... I figured out what it tastes like, by the way. Okay. It tastes like a HB split. Do you guys know that? Is that like applesauce? No, it's an orange-flavored ice cream. It's like an ice pop. It's like like vanilla ice cream coated in, like, orange... Orange... Like ice pop stuff, yeah, yeah. Sounds sick. Yeah, I haven't had one since I was about six years old, and it was my aunt's favorite ice cream. So it sounds really nice. Sounds cool. 
because there are so many of these right now, what, profits? HP splits? <laughs> Everyone's a profit these days. Everybody's a bloody Everyone's profit. A because there are so many of these right now, there is in progress a kind of Olympic Games in which the only event is one-upmanship. That's just like a race. Why do you have... What? What What do you mean an Olympic Games where there's one event? That's not... Concentrating on the details, the embroidery, the gist of what is being said, the participants proceed to criticise, condemn, and calumniate calumniate that's good one another she's just a medium he's a fake (laughs) I'm the sole and only chosen mouthpiece mine is the only message and for all the people of earth and so on as long as your ears can function (laughs) wow (laughs) that was a good put down and uh, huh huh uh, 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 uh and the goat song that rises behind the chorus is inevitably freighted with one realisation strip off the pictures the dramatisations the characters and their trappings and the plot is clear and constant always the same <laughs> the goat song <laughs> The goat song, uh, yeah. both capitalized goat song. So if the goat, so, so if we, um, if we stop looking at all the ornamentation that is organized religion, and just look at the goat song, just look at the goat song. It's obvious how stupid it all is. It's all the same. Mm. <sighs> Problem goat song. Yeah, go on. Problem. How to get the people to pay attention to the plot when they are so wonderfully amused and entertained by the cast of characters, the scenery, yeah. and the props. There is an old Chinese story attributed to some abbot of some monastery or some on, or other on some stock Chinese mountain. I oh love God. how specific that, felt that is. Really disrespectful. It did. Concerning truth, he is supposed to have said, "Truth is like a spring gushing out of a rock." Anybody may carry away the water, and that man does not lie. Who, having first strained the water through a filthy cloth, mountains... Maintains. Sorry. (laughs) One more time. Everybody have a drink to loosen up your ability to read Proverbs, and let's have another go. Uh, Truth is like a spring gushing out of a rock. Anybody may carry away the water, and that man does not lie, who, having first strained the water through a filthy cloth, maintains what he brings down with him to be the true and veritable water from the spring. Yes. Why would you strain water through a filthy cloth? Um, give I guess it a the bit point of flavor. he's is that man is not lying that he has that water, but it's not really the same thing anymore. Is it? He's I put guess. his own influence on it, and that has changed it fundamentally. Even if it is the same product, yeah. Sure. Or that. I think so it was the flavor thing. I can't show you the picture. I can take a picture. I'll take a picture. I don't have a camera working on this laptop. It's a picture of Adam and Eve, and they're eating an apple. It's not an interesting picture. It's what they're it's known for, actually. One of their yeah. defining traits. Yep, it's on both of their Tinder bios. <laughs> what? What is on both? Like, how is it phrased? Um, eat, I, I eat apples. I'm gonna eat apples. Emoji. Sunglasses emoji. Apple emoji. All right, it's in the cracker chat. 
Um, it comes that would with get me. caption. Oh, Adam looks like a little gremlin. Look at him. He does a bit, doesn't he? The symbolism with the serpent race observing as their Adam one gardeners seek the truth of their creation is apparent <sighs> in all modern depictions of Adam and Eve. Sure, yeah. Yeah. if yeah. we agree that there was a serpent race <laughs> that did all that, I'd agree that this is obvious symbolism. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there was, Brinsley. Okay. I think it's just, and that's a, a, failure think it's of just your a depiction of the story. Yeah. Mm. All right, we did it. That's the end of that. Oh, Jesus. The next chapter is called Tektites and Silicon. I really don't want to know where he's going with that, but we're going to find out next time. Join us next time on Crikey a Bad Time. Holy Conky. It's time for the post show! I don't fucking know for Crikey's take on this one, because yeah. like, it was all just nonsense. Nothing really th- stood out. I-, I got it. I got my one, actually. Uh, it's, um... You know people that are smart and have good inventions? Uh, oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're all just taking the uh, cheat notes from uh, from yeah. good old Xenu. Good old Xenu. I think mine was just when... Was just his um, really unhelpful breakdown of how telepathy <laughs> the works. The different types. Yeah. yeah. How the first yeah. the, well, the first type of telepathy was telepathy, and the second type of telepathy was uh? sort of tele- <laughs> like paraphrasing, but yeah. still telepathy. Uh, and what was it, the type of telepathy that just hits you like a freight train, <laughs> like a bulldozer? Yeah. yeah, like a bulldozer. Shit chapter. Yeah, bad. bad. Not even bad funny. Like two crikeys. So, one crikey. Two crikeys. Two crikeys. Two crikeys. Two crikeys. Yeah, two crackers. It was at least somewhat on theme. It was about telepathy. It was mostly it about was telepathy. About it, that. it um, it was short. It was shorter than other chapters we've done. It didn't feel short. It had that goat yeah. song bit that was pretty funny. Yeah, that when goat he said song the word goat fun. song. <laughs> I want to hear goat song. Um, do 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 do. There you go. My life's wish has been fulfilled. This is the greatest moment. Should we just cut it after that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good to cut it after that, I reckon. Oh, boy. Oh, shit, no, we can't. Follow us on (laughs) Crikey. Follow us on Crikey. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. You can do this, Carl, but Ow. you have to leave like a really long pause between us going, yeah, I reckon cut on that. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, 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 good. Follow, at, I won't edit this entire podcast. It's all going in. Follow at Crikey Book on Twitter. Is that correct? No. Crikeybook at gmail.com. No. I don't know what any of our handles but, are anymore. But, but. Check the description. It's all in the t- description. It is, yeah, uh, I'll remember it later. Dude, I'm a little you... drunk of rough rum now. Dude, guy, listen, pal, buddy, listener. All right. Voice note me. Like we, it, like, does anybody actually like listen to somebody like, like spell out a URL at the end of a podcast and type it in, or like, do you just like, like nobody, nobody does that, right? Like, just check the yeah, description. description. You don't need, you don't need us to say this, do you? <laughs> You're not. You're not a baby. I. I trust you. you they can might scroll. be. Someone might have set up their their toddler with the headphones. And well, that's them. problematic. I mean, it is. 
Yeah, I, I don't feel good about it, but it's possible. Leave us a voice if message. If you've done that, you have to leave us a voice message. Link. The voice There's message. Like, if we've called you out that fucking specifically, we deserve a voice message. <laughs> I don't know and if how to see us off. And how to see us off, everybody. Let's do it. Da, 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 da. Bah. Bah. Oh, Is this I how we usually we end this? That. <laughs>